Hi, I'm Evangelist Felicia Wallace. Thank you for tuning in to the A Light for Christ podcast, where our aim is to reach the masses for Christ in this current day of chaos, distractions, and confusion. We have set out on this journey to encourage the weary, revive those of us who have been complacent in our faith, and redirect the lost and misguided. We are ordained pastors of the Light of the World Church of God, organized under the Church of God Ministries, Anderson, Indiana. We hope you will consider supporting our ministry by visiting our website at alightforchrist.com or from the links provided on our podcast episodes. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and support. God bless you. Okay, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. So our scripture today is going to be found in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37. We're going to begin at verse 1. And this is a familiar passage of scripture. It's talking about the valley of dry bones. And I think our focus today is going to be for us to understand that the dry bones here represent things that are dead in our lives, things that we see that are, that are just desolate or that are just, it just seems like the land has been parched. It just seems like everything is kind of at ground zero, so to speak. But even though we can't do anything about things that are at ground zero or the valley of dry bones, and this is what the Lord uses to, um, to illustrate this for us, but the Lord can breathe life back into the desolate dead things of our lives and so when we look at those dead things in our lives symbolically so we can understand that it can be from relationships it can be from our finances it can be from our household it can be from just anything that we see it just seems like it's just dead it just seems like it can be our health god can breathe new life into our health situations when the doctors have said well, it's nothing that they can do god can breathe new life into it we just need only to have faith that's what we have to do we have to have faith and this is what this particular scripture is talking about as he uses ezekiel as he he takes ezekiel and gives ezekiel this vision of this valley of dry bones can you imagine that can you imagine if god did that I mean, probably scare me to death if all of a sudden I just saw a valley of dry bones. Mm. What an illustration. It was to the extreme sense of the matter, the extreme circumstances, dry bones, a valley of dry bones. That just to me, it just, if I, in my mind, try to envision that, I just see death all around me. That's what it makes you think of, just death all around you. So Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 1 begins with the hand of the Lord was upon me and he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley. Bones that were very dry. He asked me, son of man, can these bones live? I said, oh, sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will 
come to life. First thing that we need to get here is that he first of all said the hand of the Lord was upon me. So what that tells me is that I don't try to go into a place that represents death unless the hand of the Lord is upon me. Because in my strength, I can't do anything with anything that's deaf and desolate. I can't breathe life into dry bones, but God can. So that lets us know, first of all, that you have to have the spirit of the Lord upon you when you're talking about impossible situations. Do you understand? You have to know that the spirit of the Lord is with you when you're talking about what seems to be impossible situations. So he said his hand, the hand of the Lord was upon me and he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord. So now we're talking about he's got the hand of the Lord. He's being carried out by the spirit of the Lord. And then he set right before the most impossible situation. He's in the middle of a valley of dry bones, which represented dead things. The dead things in our lives, God is telling us that he can breathe life back into them. But we have to align ourselves up with the Lord so that he can tackle those dead things in our lives. We can't do it by ourselves. Don't try going into no, no valley of dry bones by yourself without the spirit of the Lord on you. Because we know that death is a part of the enemy. He's the one that came to do what? kill, steal, and destroy. So we don't handle dead situations. Amen. Only Jesus Christ can resurrect the dead. So he says, he led me back and forth, having him take a look at it. Because in my mind, it's saying, wow. I mean, to me, that had to be overwhelming. Think about that. That had to be overwhelming. And then the spirit of the Lord is leading you back and forth, back and forth. So you can see just how desolate and dead this situation was. You know, this particular place represented death. Okay. So he says, and then he asked me, he saw the bones. They were very dry. They lay in there in the valley. They dry. You know, the first thing I would probably want to know is, oh Lord, what are we doing here? Well, why are we here? But he asked him, he asked me, son of man, can these bones live? Now that's God letting you know that he see the desolate, dead places of your life. And he's asking you, do you believe that he can breathe life back into what appears to be something that's totally dead? So he asked him and he's asking us, do we believe that God can take care of the dead things in our lives and he can bring a marriage that's, that's on the way to divorce. He can bring that. He can breathe life back to that marriage. He can repair relationships and families that seem like they're just split and broken apart, but he can breathe life back into that relationships. He can make them whole again. Do we believe that? So that's what he's saying. He's looking at those bones represented our failures. Those bones represented the things that have gone awry in our lives. The chaos, the disappointments, the failures, the setbacks. That's what this valley represented. And so he says, son of man, can these bones live? It's already said the hand of the Lord was on him. He was carried out by the spirit of the Lord. 
and he's taken to this desolate place full of the valley of dry bones. And then God asked him, can they live? Now to me, it's, it's a faith question. Like it's an on the spot faith question. Because, you know, if, if it just had said he entered into the valley of dry bones and didn't have the Lord with him and didn't have the spirit of the Lord with him, then of course, no, these bones can't live. But it said the hand of the Lord was upon me. And the spirit of the Lord was carrying me back and forth. And I'm looking at these valley of dry bones. And then I get the question, son of man, can these dry bones live? And, and I just love his answer because I think that probably would have been close to my answer. I said, oh, sovereign Lord, you alone know. He said, only you know, Lord. You alone know, you know, that's, that's giving God the, the reverence and the respect and exalting understanding that he should be exalted. Only, you know, only, you know, Lord. And then God gives him instructions. See, because he was already humbled enough to know that in other words, the only way those dry bones were going to live is that God was going to have to do something. Do you see what I'm saying? God was going to have to do something because man can't make dry bones live. Can't do it. If something's dead in your life, it's going to stay dead unless you breathe the life of Jesus Christ into it. That's the message that we should be getting from this. If it's dead, you got to ask the Lord to help to resurrect that dead thing in your life. God can do it. We can do all things through Christ, but we can't do it by ourselves. And then he said to me, prophesize to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And that's what we say to things that's dead in our lives. This is what the Lord said. I take captive this thought of something's wrong with my mind in the name of Jesus. I take captive the narrative that my life is over. I take captive the narrative that my marriage is over. I take captive in the name of Jesus that these things can't be restored because with God, all things are possible. But we have to, we have to be willing to yield to the instructions of the Lord. So when God shows you that dry, dead place, in your life, he's given you an opportunity to acknowledge that God, only you can make this live again, whatever the situation is, whatever it is. He's given us the opportunity when he shows us this, when he takes us to these places and he let us know that you're at ground zero. You are at the bottom, but I can breathe life into the dead things that's in your life. And then he tells me to prophesy. So now I got to follow instructions. Listen to what the Lord is saying. So hear the word of the Lord, he says in verse four. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. God said he will do it. I will give the breath. He is the giver of life of things. So if we look at verse seven, Ezekiel says, so I prophesied as I was commanded. In other words, he didn't, he didn't give God a hard time with what God asked him to do. It's so important when you're dealing with impossible, desolate things and you call upon the Lord for help, it's so important to follow his instructions to the letter. 
So in, e in Ezekiel, he says, he says in verse 7, So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked and the tendons and the flesh appeared on them and the skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. And then he said to me, prophesize to the breath, prophesize son of man and say to it this is what the sovereign lord says come from the four winds O breath and breathe into these slain that they may live calling them from the from the north from the east from the south from the to the west calling them all together and he started hearing some things but see he had to he had to do exactly what god said you know, God, first he allowed the skin and the rattling and the bones and everything to come together. And see, that's sometimes what happens. We ask God to breathe life in something. And then God starts, he gives us step-by-step -step instructions of what we're supposed to do. And we see a little something happening. And then we turn away from what God told us to do. But in order for these dry bones to live, Ezekiel realized that he had to do everything that God said he needed to do. And that's what happened here. So first, he started putting the things together. He started, they had to be attached again. There was a process to putting it all back together again. And so he, he told him to prophesy, and he prophesied, and, and there was a rattling sound, and Ezekiel saw some things happening. And, you know, we see things, or we begin to pray, and we see God moving. And, but he had another instructions there, because he says in verse 8, I looked, and the tendons and the flesh appeared on them, and the skins covered them. So again, they, were, they seemed like they were coming back to life, but there was no breath. And see, sometimes we buck out on God as soon as we see something coming back to life. It looks like it's headed in the right direction, so then we, are, we switch gears already. But not, not in this case. He says, then he said to me, prophesize to the breath. Because remember, we started off saying, can they live? Well, you can't live if you don't have breath. So he says, prophesy specifically to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into these slain that they may live. And so he says, so I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them, and they came to life and stood up on their feet a vast army. The revival in our lives will come. We just need to trust God. God can breathe new life into dead things. Hi, this is Pastor Melvin. We hope you've been uplifted by the word today. We hope you were blessed. But you know, I want to talk to you about the urgency and the importance of being right with Christ. Romans 10, beginning in verse 8, gives us instruction. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. 
Are you willing to give your heart today? If so, repeat after me. Dear Lord, I admit this day that I am a sinner in need of your forgiveness. Believe that you are the atoning sacrifice for my sins and that you died on the cross to pave the way to eternal life. I ask you come into my heart and make me whole again through the power of your resurrection that I may be born again and enter into the fellowship of the universal body of Christ. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Welcome to the family and stay planted in the Lord. This is very important. So God bless you.